You can support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Oso Cardona, and I'm joined by Lauren Keller. Hello. And Lara Taylor. Hey. All right, Lara, you're up this week. It's your turn to present a topic for us to discuss. What do you got? What do I have? I know we've covered, like, the do-over before, but... Um, what's, what's the do-over? The do-over is, like, this idea of representation, of being able to do things again, or, like, what would it be like to go back and do something over again? Yeah, yeah. second chances, things like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of Batwoman lately. Uh, I love the show. I'm excited for the second season, um, mostly for Ruby Rose. <laughs> Let's be real. It's like a lot about Ruby Rose. <laughs> we know. We know. We know. Um, but the show is, is shaping up to be pretty cool. Um, they did some interesting stuff with... Um, after Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is the what was it a four part crossover with all kind all the universes combined? Spoilers since the shows like continued after that, we end up with a universe instead of multiverses. Yeah, um, and so we're dealing with the aftermath of like all these universes combining. Um, there's a theme over the course of Batwoman. If you know the story of her origin in the comics, uh, she has a twin sister. Um, her twin sister and her mother die in the, sh- in the show. It's in a car accident. And she has guilt over losing her, um, losing her sister and her mother and thinking that her sister is alive. Uh, they establish pretty quickly in the show that her sister in this universe is alive um, and was basically kidnapped and turned uh, into, I want to say, a crazy person because I don't have a a diagnosis or anything for this person. Uh, but she's she, the villain, right? She's the antagonist. She's the villain. Yeah. She's the yeah. villain. Like, she has, like, lost her sense of reality. Um, and she is... Yeah, she's a, a a very vicious killer. Um and throughout the whole se- the whole season uh Kate Kane is that's Batwoman has been trying to get her back and help her find her morality again and and save her essentially. And I think she fi- has finally come to the realization that she can't do that. Um when all the universes become one and another version of her sister shows up, um, her sister Beth, who um, in her world, Kate saves her from the car. Their mom dies. She grows up, becomes this amazing scientist, really smart, like the perfect sister. Um, and we get, we get to see some of this, like, guilt about, like, oh, 
I could have saved my my Beth. I could have saved my sister, and I didn't. It was possible for me to get her out of the car. Um, wait, 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 wait. So, so post crisis, there's an yeah. Alice and a Beth. Yes. Huh. Yeah. And they're both um, her sister. They're both her sister. Got it. Um, okay. And there's like, there's no way to go through this next whole thing, <laughs> all these things that I'm talking about without <laughs> spoiling things. Um, so there's an Alice and a Beth. Clearly, she's connecting with the Beth and like able to have this sister. There's one episode where um, Beth gets kidnapped. Uh, no, no, no. Kate gets kidnapped. Beth poses as Alice. They find the the find her out and lock her in the trunk of a car and set the car on fire. So Kate has to like save her and is having a hard time saving her. And you see this look in her eye like, oh, no, it's going to happen again. I'm not going to be able to save her. And then she does. And it's amazing. Um, hmm. And the, the look of relief and being able to, to like do that over again and pull her out of a car. Like they specifically use the car for the symbology, yeah. um, the symbolism. And, there's another scene where we get, um, we realize that Beth and Alice cannot exist on the same universe at the same time. Like they start, uh, their, their cells and their, their being starts disintegrating and like their cells, like they get these bloody ears and they start dying. Um, and there's essentially a way to save one of them. Uh, and there are sirens going on. Whatever. Um, so there's a way to save one of them and Kate has to choose. Um, who do, who do you think she chose? Alice. Beth. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of you is right. And oh, yeah. is wrong. Um, so I had a couple of predictions, um, and I actually the one that I that I was pro- most prominent was the one in my mind was the just one. Just tell she, us already, damn it! I'm just trying to build it up. Okay, um, she feels guilty about it. She picks Beth and saves Beth, but she so- goes. She goes to Alice. And sits with her while she dies, so that she doesn't leave her alone. Hmm. And then hmm. there's a whole then there's a whole other twist later, but I'm not going to go through that. Um, but she pick, ultimately she picks Beth and has the sister who didn't try, didn't murder her stepmother, didn't try to kill her stepsister, isn't this crazy murderer? Like she, huh. but she is able to have peace over not being able to save Alice in the car when she was Beth because she sat with her and what didn't leave her alone because she pictured her being alone in the in the car when she thought she had died in the river or being alone with this man that tortured her uh, for years so. Does she have? Me- does Kate have memories of both lives? No, she only has memories of Alice, 
her version. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Huh. Okay. Yeah. I see. So this is this is kind of like a unique. Like we actually, yeah, we yeah. actually can't have the kind. Well, we could. It's more realistic than I watched Supergirl recently, an episode where she gets to. Oh, I can't even pronounce his name, Mister Mixpitalik or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. So he, don't say it backwards. Don't say it backwards. <laughs> um. So he lets her lets uh Supergirl go back in time to try and fix a problem. This I can this I can do without a lot of spoilers. Uh, there's a problem. She's trying to go back and fix it, and you see all these different storylines of how it would play out if she intervened at different points in the relationship that she's trying to fix. And she realizes you can't fix it. Everything makes it worse. Hmm. So I just have to sit and live with what happened and try to move on. And it was really empowering for her to do that. So um, those are two very different like experiences of the do-over. Like one is actual do-overs and realizing, you know what, I can't change anything and we can't go back and redo things. But Kate's is um, like this sci-fi metaphysical like way of looking at like mastery over something and trying to to gain a sense of power over and taking back an experience. So that's so what maybe, I got. <laughs> maybe. Okay. So not heavy so, topics at all. <laughs> so what's interesting to me about that example is that it seems like, I mean, it is relatable in the sense that sometimes the person that like you feel this guilt because you wanted to help somebody or do something. And that person isn't actually around anymore. Like, like maybe they died or they moved away or they're just not in your life anymore and you still feel bad about it. But then the opportunity comes up. It's a similar situation. Mm-hmm. You're in the same situation, but it's somebody else. Right. Right. And that, like, it feels exactly the same and you can't help but think about like, oh, last time I did it this way, maybe this time I could do it better. And that could be like in this case, it's it's her, another version of her sister. But maybe mm-hmm. like it could be another version of like your romantic partner, right? It's like, oh, last time I did things this way, maybe, okay, maybe, maybe I can do things. I'm like, seeing I, a I, pattern of behavior and maybe I can do things differently this yeah. time. Like, I don't like yeah. the way I was last time. Maybe I can I can do things differently this time. Um, like, yeah, like learning from it, seeing a pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I could totally see, see that. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of shocked by her choice. <laughs> uh huh. But I even can... though you, even though you, you're you're the one that guessed correctly, because I I thought it, that was going to happen, or she was going to, she was, or she was going to flat out pick Alice because of, like, because that's her sister. <laughs> that's her sister, even though she knows that there is no way she's going to change. In many ways, she's not her sister, right? Like, I mean, yeah. th- this part of it, like, like you said, like the the weird sci fi part of it, doesn't doesn't matter so much for for the do over story aspect of it, right? Because right. in many ways, Alice isn't her sister. You know, right. she was it's, her sister. It's a different. It it like it really is, is a different phys- person. She is physically the person that was her sister. And now is um, and now is someone a complete you can't even recognize her. 
Oh, it reminds me of like parents who have kids after like a long time. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So I did it this way with the oldest one, but now the second one, maybe I can do things a little differently. Yeah. yeah, It's like, okay. Hmm. 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 So, I mean, is this the kind of thing you were thinking about or was there? This is kind of what, this is kind of what I was thinking about. Those kinds of things like, I don't know, taking, I think the the relationship one is the one I was looking at the most. Like there are people okay. that I see in my practice who like are like I know that I keep doing this thing hmm. and they get stuck on it and I'm like, "Well, this next time is a chance to try it again." Yeah. What can we do differently? Yeah. And that that situation may come up with someone else, right? Or mm-hmm. in a different situation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In the same relationship or in a different relationship. Yeah. People yeah. argue all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I liked the I liked the the idea that through practice and, and trying things again, like I I see it in other shows too. I can't think of a specific example, but like especially like I bet it was on one of my procedurals. You can hear the eye rolling going on in my eyes because I love them so much, but I know I talk about them a lot. But thinking about, like, you can't save everybody, but, like, I wasn't able to do this this last time. I wasn't able to run into the building and save the person from the fire, or I wasn't able to save this patient, or I wasn't able to save my family member, but that is why I'm going to go and do this. I mean, shit, I'm a therapist because... I lost my mom when I was a kid and I want to make sure kids don't have to suffer the same way. Like I'm trying to gain mastery over my own experience. Yeah. That's the Batman story, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's the Batwoman story too. Yeah. It's interesting in, in the, in the Batwoman series, she is angry at the fact that, uh, Batman didn't save her sister, but she tried. But mm-hmm. she, later on, she she finds out that he did try, and he was also feeling guilty about it. And I mean, that shows like Batman's whole reason for doing what he does is so that other kids don't experience it, but mm-hmm. like have a similar experience, like that they don't lose his parents. But there's one example of him failing at it, but but still always trying to do that, always trying to save the kids from losing their parents. But even he. Like sometimes like he, he failed at it and he felt guilty, but he kept doing it. That's like another version of it. Lauren, I interrupted you. Go ahead. I was going to say, it, it doesn't seem like it's so much uh, like a direct do-over as it is being able to face a similar kind of situation or decision that has been traumatic to you in the past so Mm -hmm. in the case of kate kane it's like trying to you know uh physically be able to and and make the decision fast enough to save her sister out of the car and while the the sister aspect is still really important to what you know what you're talking about with um alice and beth and that whole situation i think like that you you really focused on the car aspect and i think that's that's really true is a big part of it was she had this traumatic event with not being able to save somebody, you know, it does matter who it was, but in, in talking about it in this way, it doesn't particularly matter who it was. It's just that she tried to do something and she couldn't, and then she tried to do it again and she could. 
Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's that's really cool. Yeah, it reminds me of um, because in this scene where she's trying to pull Beth out of the car the second time when she's an adult. I hear this purring from the kitty, and it's cute. Um, but she's pulling, uh, trying to pull Beth out of the car, and she's having a really hard time. And like you see the look in her eye, and she's like, "No, this is not happening again." Like she freezes, and then she, you can see her jump into action again and pull harder to try and f- break whatever's keeping Beth in the car. Um, and you can see, I could see people going through that kind of thing. If they're in an accident of their own and not being a- like not being able to face the, the the decision of being in a car again, um, and then they decide I'm going to do it. I'm going to be in a car. Well, and I'm so, going to drive, and I'm not going to so, do it again. <laughs> so I really like the, the contrast. I like the contrast between the Batman example, the Batwoman example, and the Supergirl example mm-hmm. because. In the Supergirl example, she is actively trying to address this problem in different ways. In, in a way, and, that, in the past, in a way we can't do it. But yeah, yeah, can, exactly, exactly. But we do our thoughts like ruminate on that. Like, what if I did this? What if oh, I should have done that? Ugh. Well, well, there's <laughs> there's like there's a difference between ruminating and having like intrusive thoughts and mm-hmm. and like actively practicing, yeah. right? Like or modeling in in therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the contrast of Supergirl like not being able to like having some sort of control and trying over and over again in different ways versus Kate being presented with the same exact situation without warning. Mm-hmm. Right. This is and to, to what you're talking about with the car accident that's that's that happened to me mm-hmm. when i was 17 i was in a in a really bad car accident and i'd say for like 10 years i had severe ptsd symptoms mm-hmm. and i could not uh like it was really like to be able to drive whenever i needed to drive it took it took practice. It took intentional practice. It took me relax, you know, learning relaxation techniques, learning to expose myself little by little, learning yeah. to practice, do it in a safe environment, do it in a way that, you know, but there were times when like living in New York, when I had no need to drive and then I had to drive, I completely froze. Cause I, I, I couldn't do it uh, because I, I wasn't prepared for it in that moment. And I don't know, like maybe, I think I love the idea that Kate was able to do it at that moment, mm-hmm. but maybe like another version of that is uh, the first issue of Batwoman in the new 52. When Barbara Gordon comes back, that's the one where she, there's like a robbery in a hospital and she comes in through the window and you said Batwoman. I'm going to clarify Batgirl. Right, right. Batgirl. Batgirl comes in through the window. Thank you. And she, and a guy pulls a gun on her and she immediately, she freezes Mm-hmm. because her mind goes back to when the Joker shot her in a killing joke. Yeah. And like it just triggered the trauma for her. So mm-hmm. she was unable, like she froze completely and she was unable to do it. Right. So, right. Like to see like that's super relatable. And uh, the, the Batwoman example then in the show is more, um, aspirational right like that's what we hope that we can that we can achieve and well she's had more preparation i think she like yes the thing she is batwoman (laughs) she is batwoman like yeah like 
the the experience of seeing her sister in the car was like terrifying probably at first but she's batwoman and she knows what to do now she's not a 13 year old kid that blames herself for her sister for not being able to climb up into a car and and pull her sister out when it's going yeah. over the edge of a bridge yeah 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 hmm. yeah huh so like in therapy you would you could help somebody hopefully prepare for that thing right like you said you it's come up that with exposure clients. doing things with with exposure and and the oh, fuck i'm losing words today i've been talking to people all day and i can't remember any but doing like taking but you talked those about steps. the ruminating thoughts like the, yeah, the yeah ruminating thoughts is that can be intrusive right it's not yeah. it's not um intentional it's not you practicing yeah. it's very different yeah 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 but like addressing that when that comes in well why are you like what's what are you stuck on about um that like what is saying somebody thinking well i should have some, did something differently well you can't have done something differently you did it this way what can we do in the future next time if this situation comes up and not and trying to break that cycle of i should have i should have done this i should have done that i what if i what if I jumped in the car and, and gotten her? And normally I would say, well, you don't know that you could have done anything. Well, Kate Kane gets the knowledge that she could have gotten in the car in a different u- universe she did. So in, in lots of ways she was maybe not consciously, but she was preparing for that if it ever happened again, she was ready. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. 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 Hmm. hmm. Which I mean, it's it's one of those things, right? Where sometimes a th- there's a thing that defines you. Yeah. Like you said, like your the death of your mother, or you know, the Batman example. It's like, okay, this is a motivating factor in a way that sometimes you don't even like. Yeah, you're preparing for that for that for just in case that happens again. But there's no guarantee that that'll happen again. And in Unless my situation, like really it's not like, well, and there's there's things like with Batman, like his parents, well, I suppose it could, that in the DC universe, there are multiverses and the same kind of thing could happen where his parents show up again. Thomas um, Wayne has, has shown up a whole bunch of times. Exactly. So like, <laughs> for me, my mom is not going to show up again, but I can, I can prepare, I can help someone else deal with it in a different way and not go down the same path I did basically. <laughs> yeah. And also yeah. apply it to other relationships. Oh yeah, definitely. The Geek Therapy Network and all of our projects are made possible by the support of listeners like you. You can become a patron for as little as $1 a month and gain access to exclusive content, behind the scenes stories, swag, and more. Sign up at any tier and we'll send you a welcome kit in the mail anywhere in the world to celebrate your first month. Thank you so, so much for supporting us. We can't do it without you. You can learn more at patreon.com slash geektherapy. Yeah, I I mean, I haven't watched those those Batwoman episodes, so I, I don't know if they ever show her, like, getting therapy or anything like that. 
But nope. I do uh, appreciate <laughs> that as as you're talking about it, uh, Lara and and Josue, you know, focusing on like you know we're not talking about rumination. That is not the the healthy side of that. But I think it's important that you're expressing that that your part of your job is helping people to to do this kind of thought work. And and sometimes maybe that that's the takeaway is ha- having somebody outside of yourself to help you sort of question things that you are assuming like, oh, if I had just done this, that whole thing wouldn't have happened. And it's all my fault that that thing happened. And having somebody mm-hmm. outside of you, outside of your own internal ruminating thought cycles is having somebody else be all like, okay, well, but what if you did do that? And then this happened, then what? Right, like, right. Oh, uh, oops. Yeah. And so yeah. is, I think it's, um, maybe it would be nicer if more media representation had that aspect. But I do, I do think that a lot of, you know, Supergirl and, and Batwoman and Batman, um, they don't have like official therapy people, but they have people who serve as that sort of psychological shoulder angel coming in and being like, hey, yeah. did you did you ever think about this? And then it's like, whoa, I've totally reframed my thinking. Supergirl doesn't have a therapist, but there is a therapist on the show, um, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And they, she has people that she leans on that are that other person, like you were talking about, Lauren. And like the ruminating thoughts, I think, applies more to the Supergirl example where she, before she had the ability to go back and, and try to change things, she was constantly like, ah, oh, why didn't I tell, why didn't I tell her that I was Supergirl? Why didn't I, why didn't I just tell the truth? I should have done it this time and this time and this time. And this, my, things are ruined because I didn't tell somebody I'm Supergirl and I didn't. And so she gets the chance to do that and then realizes I did things the way they were meant to be. And I am have to live with the consequences because if I, go try to go if i had done it at this time everybody would have died and if i'd done it at this time the world would have been destroyed like there there's it's the butterfly effect and so <laughs> i think that's a, f- a fun th- thought yeah <laughs> thought yeah practice to do for yourself is when you find yourself thinking about like oh my god i could have done like i fucked up so bad i should have done this i should have done this it's like just Try and reframe it of being like, well, I'm really glad I didn't do that because then, like, oops, uh, it would have sparked the gas line and the whole building would have exploded. Like, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's a healthy thing to do sometimes. <laughs> it, well, no, it, it's definitely <laughs> that's not any that's not, um, but it is healthy to look at like things happened. Maybe not. Maybe we all try to make meaning out of our our like experiences and like mm-hmm. I, I I used to sit and be like what if like would I go back if I could save my mom would I go back into it and like there's so many things I've gained in my life and of course if I could fuck yeah I would do it I would give all of the rest of it up screw the world <laughs> but thinking about what I had thinking that way has helped me realize the things I have gained because of that I have so many friends that I have now because of the places I went after her death and the and the the people that I surrounded myself with and there are so many things that I have gained and the career I have gained because of that experience. So I'm not like yeah, I would give it all up for that, but 
and who who cares if all of us die in a multiverse collision <laughs> but um but the the thing is that we can't and so i can look back and realize you know there are these things that i gained from it um not in a, not and in a healthy way looking at like yeah i have these positive things and i am so grateful for the people i have in my life Mm-hmm. I, I hadn't I had never I, at least I hadn't really put much thought into this idea of rumination and examples that make you feel like or like what does it feel like to ruminate on something because we use that word and I think I don't know like it's I, I think every probably everyone has experienced at some point you know like you start thinking back on something and playing it over and over in your mind um mm-hmm. like Rumination, like, again, it's like, it's just intrusive, right? It's like, you don't, you're trying not to think about it and you can't help but think about it. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it doesn't feel good. I'll, I'll give <laughs> a, a really, really good example. Um, it's yeah. when you are at work and you get a text from your significant other or close friend that just says, hey, we need to talk. And then the whole rest of your day is ruminating on what that might possibly mean. <laughs> and what, oh God. Yeah, that can, it can, it can fuck up your whole day. Yeah. Your boss says we need to talk and they don't tell you what, what, like, yeah. what the meetings are going like, to be. Like, hey, before, yeah. before you leave this afternoon, come into my office and you're like, um, <sighs> oh no, all of my sweat glands just started working at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, what would be a, a, a like pop culture media example of that, right? Uh, that's that like represents how what that feels like. I think I don't know, like that that Supergirl example might be one of them, right? It's like it sounds like it sound it almost sounds horrible. Like she kept going back, trying again and again and again and again, mm-hmm. and then ultimately. I guess, I mean, one way to look at it is like she came to the conclusion that, you know, everything worked out okay or everything worked out for the best the way that she had done it originally. But mm-hmm. it could also be like that that's a practice. As a practice, it's it's um it's it's futile, right? It's like it's not we nothing's can't gonna go come back from, and do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just going back and it's like torturing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There are representations of like limbo being that way. Um, I remember American Horror Story uh, had uh, showed people dying and being stuck in these loops. You know, mm-hmm. time loops where you're like repeating the same thing over and over again. Oof. Ugh. Supernatural has an episode like that. Yeah. Oh, rumination sucks. Mm-hmm. I hate getting stuck in those loops. Ugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess like Groundhog Day, kind of. (laughs) Well, at least it worked out well for Supergirl, who uh, figured out that there's no use in trying to go back and fix it. And I don't know. I have issues with the with the fact that like if you did have the ability, maybe you could have, you know? Right, but she but she tried, and every time she tried, it didn't work. And then because of that, she's able to hold people accountable. And hold herself accountable and stop blaming herself. And it was amazing. Hmm. Okay. Okay. I had to see the episode. Conceptually, I don't like it. <laughs> Conceptually, 
there's like this idea of hope there, right? It's like, well, you know, maybe, maybe I could, but, uh, but ultimately if the lesson is that you know you actually can't, then I guess that's okay. I just hate that. Like they dangle the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what she was going back to fix. You don't have to tell me, but, uh, I'm, I'm all hung up on it and I don't even know what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. This is interesting. Hmm. It's hmm. very interesting. Were those the two the two examples? You said you were seeing a lot of things that were kind of making you think about that. Uh, those were the two things I was seeing that that theme repeat. Like, and I, I remember texting you like I had after I mentioned watching the Batwoman ones in the Slack, and that we wanted to that I wanted to do this. I was like, oh, Supergirl is uh, making me think think differently. So that was where. I had the idea for the for the Batwoman stuff and looking at like like symbolic like do overs and being and mastery over a, a situation, but then Supergirl came up and I was like, oh man, now I got to look at it from a, the do over from a different view because <laughs> she's actually doing it over and it's not working. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. 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 <laughs> How are your um you told me uh recently that you started doing media process notes. Yeah. At work. Can you tell yeah. me can you tell me a little bit about that? If, if anything like this came up, like one of these ideas? Not not so far. Um okay. a lot of this the the ideas for this came up with my own kind of processing and it like anytime loss comes up in a show like with this whole thing with uh, Kate Kane and and losing Beth and her mom, like that brings up things for me. So that's my own kind of processing. Um, my media process journal. Let's see what. Well, nothing like this has been coming up a lot. It's mostly been a lot of different things. Someone brought up the Godfather a, a, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Damn, that's a good one." Like. Um, people wish uh, they could be more like Michael Corleone instead of Sonny Corleone (laughs) (laughs) like thoughtful rather than reactive Um, that was really cool yeah yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of of good stuff in there Um, you're you're taking basically every time somebody mentions uh some sort of um, movie anytime, or TV show or game. Yeah. Anytime they bring something up, not even specific game, like not even specific um, stuff. Like, okay, so I, I'll write down someone mentions The Godfather. I write that down in like a little blurb, all very like anonymous about what it kind of what came up in the conversation. And then um, if I bring something up and they resonate with it, I'll write it down or things like when someone plays video games to do X, Y, and Z, or they like video games because it's um, very like the rules are the rules. And unless you mod it and change the rules, you can't break the rules. Hmm. Um, Like, and, 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 when you mod the game or use a cheat code or whatever, 
you know that the rules have been changed and you can expect the things like and being able to be like the world isn't like that and so that's why i like video games um being able to talk to people about that so that kind of stuff comes up Um, yeah i once had a six-year-old tell me like i hate i hate like i hate rules rules are stupid i was like oh do you like video games yeah why do you like video games? And basically we came down to like, Oh, because they have rules, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> without the rules, the games would suck and everybody would just do whatever they wanted. I was like, ah, oh. it was like one of the most insightful conversations I've ever had with that. Like well, maybe, maybe this kid was like seven or eight, but still pretty young, <laughs> but they yeah, got yeah. it because they, because they, they knew games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. I'm, I've just been really curious about, about your media process notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Not super long notes, just little small things just to help me remember that like, this is this is what I want to be doing. And people bring stuff up all the time. And I've been I've been since I mentioned it on the podcast and told you guys about it. uh, I and I think I mentioned it on the discord too. um, I have been keeping up with it every day. Yay. Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And you know I have a hard time keeping up with things. <laughs> with anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yep. awesome. That's a good practice. Um, yeah. One practice that we don't keep up often is the library. But I made an entry recently. I saw that. It's amazing. It's pretty cool. It was from uh, My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was there was an episode where basically they were the, the show is about these kids about these teenagers right who are going to high school to learn to be superheroes so this is like a remedial class for a group of students who failed a test and so they put them in a like they 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 give them a new test and the test is basically to make a whole bunch of kids like little kids behave mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much it and so they start off like by uh like overpowering the kids you know <laughs> like um but then eventually they settle on speaking their language of play and using their powers to create uh, a a fun environment that is both like that they're like impressed by but that they also have fun with and once they start having fun the kids open up and are able to speak to them and and like they're, they're able to build rapport basically and I thought it was so fucking cool. <laughs> I thought mm-hmm. it was so cool because it's just a whole bunch of superheroes, teenagers, kids, and it's just that that core idea of you know speaking people's language, um, you know, beating people where they are. It was like oh, it was so good. It was so good. It was, it was so good. I had to. I, I was able to to make the the library entry immediately after watching the episode. A practice that I that I have not been keeping up. That's why I wrote a blog post last week. I know. I know. Uh-huh. I'm so proud of both of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I meant to write another one this past weekend, and life got crazy. But I have more ideas. What did you work on, Lauren? <laughs> <laughs> what? So, sorry for putting you on the spot. Damn, well, I think- dude. What? <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So so I brought up the process notes and, and, and the library again just to 
just to add a little time to the episode, uh, to be completely honest. But I <laughs> wanted to bring them up because we we had the time, and like I uh, I love this this the, the way that we're we're taking turns bringing stuff up mm-hmm. because again, like I'm not watching Supergirl and Batwoman now. You I'm not thinking be. about these things. I'm I hadn't really like really thought of any media examples and rumination in a while and and or ever i can't remember uh and it was it was a really fun exercise and i don't know i've lately i've been talking to new people about what we do here about geek therapy and it feels oh it feels really good and i i love you know coming here every week and practicing this and oh i'm just just very happy very proud uh so yeah so any 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 closing thoughts before we wrap up Lauren? I have something. Yes. Yeah, okay. So I, I looked it up, uh, up and the um, GT radio episode where we did the, the do-over before was from early September of last year. And I re-listened to it earlier today as sort of a, oh. a preparation. And also, so I, I didn't repeat myself. Otherwise, You're I more been prepared t- than the rest of us. I, I would have been talking <laughs> about Russian Doll episode again. But um. <laughs> You know, if you still haven't seen Russian Doll, I'm putting that out there. Please watch Rus- Russian Doll. It is so good. Um, did but I, I say did... I was going to watch it? You did. Okay. You did say that. <laughs> I'm going to watch chip, it. Chip, chip, chip. <laughs> um, I, d- I did bring another example um, from video games, and there's a series called the um, the Zero Escape series. Um, and there are, there are three in the series, and they are basically... Um, escape room games slash like sci-fi interactive fiction um they're fun to play but but basically how the game works out is um you are in a group of people and you are locked in some place and you are trying to figure out how to get out and all of the games use different systems in order to get the players to both cooperate and antagonize each other and they use um like uh, a version of the the prisoner's dilemma and they they do like a math based one and then there's like a color version anyways it's it's really cool and one of the neatest things about the game series and why i really enjoyed playing it is that you don't get the full story until you have played through it and gone back and made different decisions than you made the first time through. That is part of the game is to basically you are forced to fail in order to understand some small aspect so that when you go back, you can make different decisions and learn new things and unlock the like the true story. And how they tie that in narratively is very cool. It's um some like neat psychic shit. Uh but yeah, yeah, I I really love that it it focuses on a lot of like discussions around uh, morality and and uh, decision making and how uh, people can be both rational and irrational actors and they can change on a dime and, and it, it's just it's really good stuff and definitely ties into the the do over aspect because the gameplay itself is asking you to do over things over and over again to to find something new. It's really cool. Um, those games were on Vita, and they're on PlayStation, right? Are they on PC also? Um, I think so. I don't even uh, know if they're on PS4. I know they were. On, I think they were on PS3 and, and Vita. They came out. Okay, the first one came out on uh, DS, 
in okay. 2009 oh, right, and right, 2010. Right, right. And then right. the second one came out in 2012. And that one came out on uh, DS and Vita and Windows and PS4. Okay. Um, okay. And then okay, I think so they are the, the last one is, uh, is, is the same. Oh, it looks gotcha. like there's not a, a PC version of the last one. But anyways, okay. it's very cool. Um, if you like weird sci-fi stories and um, escape the room puzzles, this is a game I recommend checking out. So that reminds me of a game called Katana Zero. That one's mm-hmm. newer. That one came out last year, I believe. And the way it works is you also get to do do each segment of every level over and over and over again infinitely. Like there isn't an amount of lives. And the way that it's uh, like within the game story, the way it justifies this is that this like samurai is playing out the scenario in his head over and over and over again until he finds the right, like the best way to do it. And then your final version, when you, whenever you actually complete the segment, it, it's it's almost it's almost puzzle like the way you have to like slash through the enemies and get through. And once you get to the end, it automatically replays it for you as a video. Mm-hmm. But it that looks game, that like, game is really cool. Yeah, but it looks like a security camera footage. So it's like basically you're thinking about it, and then the time that you actually do it is the only real version of it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Good, good, good. Reminded me, yeah. So yeah, don't no, thank you for sharing for sharing those examples. Um, any any closing thoughts from you, Lara? No, I think I think we covered a lot of what I wanted to talk about and more and more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is good. This is awesome. This Lauren, are you ready for next week? I will be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, as always, please share your comments on the Discord, on the forum, on the Facebook group, uh, on Twitter. Let us know what you thought. Uh, links to all of those things and how to reach us are in the show notes. For more Geek Therapy, you can visit geektherapy.com. Remember to geek out and do good. And we'll be back next week. Mm, bye. This episode was brought to you in part by our Patreon supporters. We'd like to say a very special thank you to our supporters at the Evangelist level and above, including Mark, Booney, Lydia, Jamila, Adam, Doe, Gay, Pat, and Joe Lynn. To learn more about how to support Geek Therapy and gain access to exclusive content, visit patreon.com slash geektherapy.